0: Coming up. So when you keep your eye on your teacher and you look at what they look at, it's gonna cause you to raise some questions. Here's a question I have for you: When was the last time you asked Jesus a question? If it's been a long time, I can tell you confidently, you ain't been keeping your eye on him. <laughs> Y'all, you giving? If 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 you if you walk in with Jesus and you keeping your eye on him, it's gonna cause you to raise some questions.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Here's something to think about. How often do you stop and reflect on the lessons you've learned in life? Daily? Weekly? Never? Thankfully, we have a teacher who doesn't mind teaching and reteaching the most important things we need to know. In the message series, Lessons from Walking with Jesus, Pastor Robert unpacks some truths we can depend on, taken directly from the life and perspective of the greatest teacher that ever lived and those who walked with him. Here's the continuation of the message, The Master Teacher. So number one,
0: first lesson, uh, be sure to keep your eye on him be sure to keep your eye on him remember you're literally walking with him and you're a follower of Christ so if you don't you lose him especially in the crowd you might lose him <laughs> I don't know about y'all i don't want i don't want to be i don't want to be accused of losing Jesus keep your eye on him Look what the text says, John 1 and 2. John 9, 1 and 2. As he went along, talking about Jesus, he saw a man blind from birth. You're walking with him, right? Jesus sees a man blind from birth. Remember, you're walking with me. Verse 2 goes on and said, his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Okay, look, look you're walking with him. The text says John, John wrote this. John was there. J- John wrote this. He was there. He was one of the disciples. He says, J- John said, Jesus saw a man. Yeah. John didn't say we saw a man. He was there. He said, Jesus saw a man. So what must have happened is that they were walking, and Jesus looked at the man. And, you know, like your kids used to do when they were small, they see you look at something and they look at it. Right? It's like they see you touch something, then guess what they're going to want to do? They're going to want to touch it too. So they're walking with Jesus. Jesus recognizes or acknowledges and sees a blind man. And you're walking with them and you go, like, mm. they must have went like, what, what's Jesus looking at? Right? He, they saw that he was looking at because their eye was on Jesus, right? And they saw he, they must have saw him look at the man, so they looked at him too. And let me tell you a little story. Have um, in, in, you ever been an intern or an apprentice or something? Now, all of us have done it either officially or unofficially. because, because You know, I, I, I was, my, my, at the time, my big brother didn't know it, but I was his intern. And he didn't call me that. He just said, that's my little brother. But I was watching everything he did. <laughs> y'all, 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 you been there? I was watching everything he did. If you got kids, your, your kids was your intern. <laughs> they was watching everything you did. I saw my brother say something, I saw him do something. I tried to do it. And so they there. So they see Jesus look, they look. Like an intern supposed to do. That's what apprentices do. When I was an apprentice in electromechanical field, I told you guys about that. But as an apprentice, I'm ro- I'm walking around with my journey person, or and I'm riding in a car or riding a bike or whatever with my journey person, and I'm trying to learn this new trade. So whatever they do, I'm paying attention to it. If they if they go and they and they, they we 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 fixing machines and stuff, and they go and look at a at a pressure gauge. I'm going to look at the pressure gauge. <laughs> y'all, y'all with me? Because i i don't know what that thing is and what it does. I remember one time I was with an apprentice, wi- with a journey person, and he said um, he was telling me about this machine. He was saying, and so then there, you know, there's a pillow block right here, and then there he started naming some other stuff, and we kept walking. I stopped him. I said, "Hold up. What's a pillow block?" He, he, you know, he said, "Yeah." See, and that's one of the things that happens when you keep your eye on your teacher, and you see what, and you look at what they look at. It causes you to raise some questions, just like they did in the text. They said when they saw him look at the blind man, they said, "Well, why is he blind, Jesus?" Like I did with the with my journey person. He he talked about a pillow block. I said, "Well, what is a pillow block?" He said, "Oh, I thought you knew." No, I don't know. Tell me. And so he explained to me what a pillow block is. And all it is, for y'all who don't know, it's it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a housing that holds a bearing. And it allows a shaft or something to go into the housing so the shaft could spin without moving. And it keeps it steady in place. At the time, I had been an apprentice for like a minute, you know, so I didn't know nothing about it. So when you keep your eye on your teacher and you look at what they look at, it's going to cause you to raise some questions. Here's a question I have for you. When was the last time you asked Jesus a question? If it's been a long time, I can tell you confidently, you ain't been keeping your eye on him. <laughs> if you're walking with Jesus and you're keeping your eye on him, it's going to cause you to raise some questions because you're learning, right? You're trying to learn from, you're not just going on a walk. You're not just walking for the sake of walking. Too many of us are, call ourselves walking with Jesus and Jesus doing all kinds of stuff, you know. <laughs> we all over here in somebody else's business. See, some, some of us some of us can't, can't keep an keep eye on Jesus even in the church. You know, it, you, you you're so busy looking at what some clothes somebody else got on, what they doing over here in the corner, you can't even worship. You know, some some of y'all so busy looking at other stuff that you don't you miss some of your fill in the blanks <laughs> on the outline. You have to ask your neighbor what what, what was number two. <laughs> 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 you you're, you're drifting. You you're focusing somewhere else. Some folks are walking with Jesus Jesus is over here doing these great stuff in your life, and you don't even notice it. Somebody else got to come along and tell you, you see what Jesus did in your life? you like, oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you ain't been keeping your eye on Jesus. So it's important that if you're walking with Jesus to keep your eye on him. Evidence, one evidence of it is that you're going to have some questions. Some of your questions might be, Lord, why are you, why are you allowing me to experience this? I know there's some reason for it. Why, why is um, people coming to me and telling me all their business, Lord? I mean, just questions. Because you're walking with him. Your eye is on him. And they raised the question, since they saw him look at the blind man, they're like, ooh, he's blind. Why is he blind? Jesus, why is he blind? Is mother sin or he? So it gives us a better understanding if we keep our eye on him. Number two lesson, Uh, there is purpose in factors surrounding your birth. There is purpose in factors surrounding your birth. John 9, 2 2 through 3, it says, His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus said, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. Look at there. Jesus says the way that this man was born has purpose. And Jesus is saying, the factors around your birth has purpose. And ultimately, the purpose is that God's works will will be magnified or glorified or displayed through it. Now, Now, get this. Don't miss this. This is true for negative factors around your birth as well as positive ones. Some of us have been asking God why was I born this way or why do I have the parents I have or was I born poor, why was I uh, born in this part of the town or whatever. You got these. Uh, I got an answer for you. God, whatever, wherever you was born, whoever your parents are, through it all, God wants to be glorified through it. So we have to find a way to use it to glorify God. It's funny how we'll ask God why about stuff that's negative. But we don't ask him why about the positive stuff. We, we just, you know, build up our pride in it. You know, we just, we walk in. We walk in the positive stuff like we're something. You know, we don't say, God, you know, why did you make me so handsome? We don't ask that. We just, we just walk in and just, and, just, you know, <laughs> and just, you know, mess with all the many ladies as we can and talk about how handsome we are, and take selfies of ourselves. And, you know, we don't ask God about that. We don't ask God, well, God, why did you allow me to, to be born in, in, in such a rich family? We don't ask that question. We feel like, I, you know, I deserve it. I'm somebody, you know, it's, that's why. I don't have to ask God. I know why, because I am somebody. That's why God blessed me like he did. You know, we don't ask that. But when something bad happens, all of a sudden, why? God, why, why? You, you don't ask him why on the other part. You don't ask God, well, God, why did you make me so athletic, you know, that I can become a professional athlete? You don't ask God that. You don't ask God, God, why you gave me these beautiful eyes? God, why did you give me these beautiful eyes, this banging body, this long hair, these muscles? You don't ask God about that. You just walk in it and be like, huh, I know you see it and you're looking at me, ain't you? Uh, that's all we do. <laughs> but we don't even worry. We don't even think about God when it comes to the positives. But let me tell you, I got news for you. The the negative or the positive, however you want to look at them, all of it was given so that you would glorify God by every aspect of who you are. That's the end game. Not for you, you know, to to get your name on some kind of platter or uh, 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 something, to get your name lifted up, to get your pride lifted up, to make you money. It's all about God. Whatever it is, it's not about you. And so we really need to check ourselves. And so they asked him, why was he born blind? And they focused on sin. And Jesus said, you you need to not focus on sin. You need to focus on glorifying God. They they focused on the sin concerning his birth, not the fact that it's going to glorify God. And Jesus had to redirect them. To, to see that this is going to bring God glory. So my question to you, what is it about you um, that God wants to get glory from? And that could be a negative or a positive. Whatever it is, God wants to get glory from it. And how you? How, what are you going to do to ensure that God gets glory from that aspect of your life? I said God gets glory, not you. That God gets the glory. What are you going to do? That's, this is a lesson. You, you Again, the disciples are walking literally with Jesus. So see it all from their perspective. So there's purpose and factors surrounding your birth. Number three, the third lesson. You have limited time to complete your God-given assignment. You have limited time to complete your God-given assignment. John 9, 4 says, and Jesus talking again, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. Jesus says, while you can, do it. Be about it. Because it's it's limited. Time is is not unlimited. There is a limited time. There there's gonna come a time. Here's the point. There's gonna come a time where you can't do it. So you got to do it while you can. And guess what? All of us got an assignment. God put us all here for a reason to do something. And, and you and you don't have unlimited time to get it done. God's here's the thing. Uh, God's going to give you enough time to do it though. It's just not unlimited time. And 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 get this. Don't don't feel don't don't let the pride and it is pride of keeping yourself alive <laughs> get you twisted up. In other words, what he's saying. I'm saying you don't have to keep yourself alive enough long enough to get it done. So don't don't think like that. Don't think like I got to keep myself alive. God's going to give you enough time to get it done. You ain't got to keep yourself alive to do it. That's his job. Your job is to do it. Is to be about it. And we spend so much time not being about it. That's the problem. So we got to stop wasting time and be about it. Be about God's business. See the, the disciples was walking with Jesus. Remember they walking with him. And they watching Jesus being about it. Y'all y'all get this yeah, y'all y'all know all the stories. All the stuff that they witnessed. All that stuff. They saw Jesus moment by moment being about it. Every day being about it, being about it, and telling them I'm being about it. I'm just doing what the Father sent me to do. They're watching it. Remember, they're apprentices and interns. They're disciples. They're watching Jesus do it, and they say, oh, I'm just doing what he sent me to do. <laughs> and they watch it. They're watching it. They're watching it. They're watching Jesus make a huge difference in society. They're watching it. They're walking with him. They're seeing the blessing, how he's blessing people, how he's making a difference in the world. They're watching him do it. And Jesus said, I'm just doing what the Father sent me to do. I'm just doing what the Father sent me to do. He he was a teacher. He was teaching. He was teaching them. While he was doing it, he was teaching them. He was giving them an object lesson of what it looks like to be about it. And he was hoping that they would grab it and keep their eye on him and learn that it is about being about it. And they watching it. And he says, and even in the midst of him being about it, he tested them. He says, now go do some of it. The scripture says that he, 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 he breathed on them and he, he, the, 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 the spirit went on them and so that they can go out and heal and stuff. And he sent them out to go heal. And they was being about it. They went out. They was being about it so much, they went out and they ran into one they couldn't heal. And they came back with questions. I told you, when you walk with Jesus, you're going to have a question. They said, Pat Master, we couldn't cast this one out. (laughs) We was being about it and we couldn't cast it out. When you walk with Jesus, you're going to have some questions. So let's stop talking about it and being about it. Fourth lesson, the world truly is in need of light. The world truly is in need of light. And the more you walk with Jesus, the more you see (laughs) that the world is in need of light. John, John 9, 5 says, Jesus talking again, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus said. While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. And underneath that, remember, he's the master teacher. And he he told them in another instance that they were the light of the world. Right? So he was teaching them how to be the light of the world while they was walking with him. They watched him light up dark places. They watched him. They literally watched him with their natural eyes. It was an object lesson for them to know, okay, now I'm going to leave. Now you got to be the light of the world. You saw me do it.
1: Go do it. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
0: You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know, God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer, Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life into my heart take control transform me to reflect the character of your son Jesus Christ amen if you prayed that prayer I want to personally welcome you to the family of God and I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus grow
1: closer to God and to other believers God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. And told to
0: go to, to get your healing, and stay blind while you're going. So he had to go to his healing, feeling his way to it. <laughs> feeling his way to the healing. See, y'all, some of y'all don't know nothing about that because you you know, you should no, no, Lord, you need to remove some of this so then I can go. No, no, Jesus said, no, you need to go right now while you're in the issue. That's what he had to do. While he was blind,
1: he went.